Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes, (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going. And remember, you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. Today, I am thrilled to welcome a truly remarkable guest, Luba Venable. Luba is not just any coach. She's a transformative coach, dynamic trainer, and a captivating public speaker. Her journey from the corporate world to becoming a renowned sex and relationship coach is nothing short of inspiring. With her deep understanding of human relationships and sexuality, Luba has empowered countless individuals to reconnect with their intimate selves and enhance their personal and sexual relationships. In today's episode, we're diving into the heart of intimacy, exploring the pathways to deepening connections and understanding the vital role of pleasure in our lives. Whether you're looking to rekindle the spark in your relationship or seeking deeper self-understanding, Luba's insights are a treasure trove of wisdom. So get comfortable, open your mind, and let's explore the transformative power of intimacy and pleasure with Luba Venable. Thank you, Luba, for joining me today on my podcast show. It's exciting to have you on. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited to be here with you, Gina. This is, I'm already, I feel on fire. <laughs> yes, because we were chatting before I hit record and I was like, oh, I already love her energy. And actually, I kind of like looked a little bit of on your TikTok videos and I love them so much. And I was like, oh, I love these. Thank you for, for sharing like good tips and advice about sexual questions that people are very shy and timid to ask like myself like I'm very shy when it comes to like sex I'm like I don't know how to ask questions I don't even know how to talk to my husband about things that I don't like what do I do you know and I don't even know yeah it's very like ah, I don't know if it becomes if it stems from like maybe perhaps childhood trauma that like has even though I feel like I'm fine with it now but like when things come up with that I get a little shy (laughs) And I hold back a little bit. So I don't know what's, what that is all about. But anyway, uh, thank you again for being on my show today. Can you just tell us about your journey from like corporate life to becoming a sex and relationship coach? Woo-hoo. Like, like I just want to say like feeling, feeling awkward and shy about sex. It's so common for so many people. 
that because our society there is taboo so that innocent sexual is taboo and then it's like dirty and it's not like there is shame about it so it's you know like we are all in it right. um uh right and there are different layers sometimes i feel like oh i don't have shame because i do it every day i talk to people and then there is next layer right like then i hit shame so it's um yeah we need as generations we need to do work to remove that shame right totally i agree with you <laughs> yeah and and for my journey i uh, um i grew up in ukraine um, and I remember when, like, you know, like growing up as a little girl, I like at some point as a teenager, I was curious, like, oh, sex, like it's something fun, like, oh, my God. And I talked to my mom and she told me to um, to not give it away, to wait for the perfect partner, you know, like to save my virginity for the for that one partner. And so I listened. I was a very good girl <laughs> and I I didn't have sex till like 20 years old. And by then I already had all of this, like, oh my God, like, am I too late? Am I missing out? And was still like waiting for something amazing. And then I met my first husband. We fell in love and he happened to be a virgin too. And we had our first experience, which like didn't work. Like it was a, like, it was just like, it, it was not even close to what I was like waiting for and saving myself for you. <laughs> right and and I found myself in this place that like you say I couldn't talk to him like I just couldn't right like it's not okay to talk even more as we are having sex like I thought it's not okay to talk so like you know like when the partner goes down on me and he's not doing what feels good I will just power through it you know I will just like I, I could not say go to the left go to the right like <laughs> do it softer <laughs> right, right. and so when he does it for like for a while and it's like okay we have to end this struggle then I, then I will just fake an orgasm <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and and it's like I'm not proud talking about it but this is like the truth that like when we don't openly talk, right? When we don't address it, like that's what happens. And so I wasn't this like, oh, I married this man. We are living together and I don't want to have sex with him, but he does, right? And so I tried, I, I, I was in this place that I had like no one to talk about this. There was like sex coaching didn't exist. Internet wasn't there, right? So I tried talking to my mom and we could talk all topics and this one was somehow uncomfortable I could feel that awkwardness you know that weirdness and she almost said like I don't know I have the same with your dad and I was like oh my god like I, I just really felt stuck and I decided sex is not for women that it's mm -hmm. for men they want it and women we like as good partners we have to provide it ouch <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that is true though thinking about that like we are like, I always feel like, man, why do men want it so much? And, you know, we want to like, please our, our, our partner. And yet I just, we don't feel as satisfied. And you notice oh that too. Huh? Oh, I can tell you girl. Why is that? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, as I specialize in uh, female sexuality, like no one teaches right now. We have people like Emily Nagoski. I don't know if you heard, like there is this mm -hmm. book, come as you are. It's just, it's a Bible on female sexuality. She used a uh, scientific approach and she explains it. When I was reading it, I'm like, oh my God. 
Like this is how I function as a woman. That like, for example, it takes longer time. Like I say at least 40 minutes for women to warm up before intercourse happens. Mm -hmm. Like we women don't know this. And like if we're with a man, they don't know it as well. So no one knows, right? Yeah. And so a lot of times it happens that we go for intercourse before before our genitals ready, right? Like before before I feel hungry and on fire and can't wait to be penetrated. Mm -hmm. So when it happens too soon, then we don't have as much fun. And then no wonder like women have low libido. Mm -hmm. So so it's just, yeah, like I think now we are recovering from that as a society. But for a while, all sex educators were men and they would say like, oh, uh, like men have sex from penetration. Women should too. Mm -hmm. And I don't have sex from um, orgasm. I don't have orgasm from penetration. And for a while, I thought that something is wrong with me. Mm -hmm. uh, that it's just like, oh, my God, like I'm broken. And then I can't talk, right? Because it's taboo. So, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. I know. It's like, oh, <clears throat> how do we make it from a fail, fail to a win, win situation? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, to going back to your first question that like me being in that place as a young woman um, and just like being so stuck and not having any help available, somehow it just like so um, it speaks to my soul that today I'm being that safe place that people come to me and we talk and we address their questions and we practice within boundaries. <laughs> so we don't have sex, but, <laughs> but we like, we run sexual energy and we use touch. Um, and, and you know, like that um, a lot of times a person will say like, oh my God, I never talked about this in my life. Like something that we discussed, like a fantasies or you know like some like the shame about something or they will say I never experienced it you know that it's just like wow like we have clothes on you know like and it just that what 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 can be created just this erotic exchange this intimacy that people say like oh I have this partner that I love and we never experienced it right so this is just like that how to have pleasure it has to be taught because as an instinct we know how to make babies you know, and, like, and, and I have two, so it's, it's proven like we can do it yeah. <laughs> without education. <laughs> but how to have real pleasure, how to like really enjoy instead of having this, like many people have one position, one way they orgasm. So I say it like a McDonald's, you know, like one, one meal. What if we created a gourmet, you know, that you go to different restaurants and you like there are exploring different desires, fantasies, and just like really... Ah, oh, have the reach, reach of it, and that needs to be like needs to be taught because like parents don't teach us at mm. school. No one teaches in college. No one teaches. Friends don't talk about sex. We just like that is so true. Like nobody talks about these things, and I think it is important. Like I don't think I could. I don't think I've ever talked to my mom about <laughs> sex. But one time I was telling her, I think, oh, um, so it was sex. Sex was painful at a certain time of my in my life and and mm. so she was like oh here take this ky gel it felt so awkward for me to <laughs> i'm like why mm. do you have it mom you know i was thinking mm. in my head Aww. and it was just so yeah. awkward and i'm just like oh this is feeling weird like she's giving me sexual mm. advice but you know maybe uh, she was comfortable at that time and maybe <laughs> maybe i wasn't mm. but it's just so awkward to talk about these things and so and we don't really talk 
to your friends like you know sexual yeah. our experiences oh my husband says should be sacred shouldn't really be talked about outside but it's like in, I told him yet yeah, last night I said well I'm going to be talking to Luba tomorrow and uh she's this and I want to get down to some questions I have uh with our sexual experience because right now I'm not too happy <laughs> And I'm going to just be honest. Um, yeah, so a lot of times right now, what I've been experiencing, uh, and many women as well, I'm assuming, I'm guessing because, you know, <laughs> we're women. Um, the mm-hmm. men tend to climax a little bit faster before the women or actually orgasms. Um, is there any any hope for us women to orgasm at the same time as the men? Yeah, yeah. So, so and see, like, this is like... Um... Your question has like so many, so many layers to it. Yeah, you can you can because... start whichever layer you want to start. <laughs> because because like you you're like in one question you're asking so many things. So so, so that like if we talk about premature ejaculation, like I have number one request when men um, reach out for sex coaching, um, the premature ejaculation like they want to extend like to to go longer right like and not ejaculate as fast and that we are talking that it's just like you know like very fast like under five minutes that um so, so are you talking about something like that or are you talking that like you would love to have it for 40 minutes and he only lasts 20 minutes which is like long time to last <laughs> yeah uh, less than five minutes yeah <laughs> okay okay yeah so so and that like there are um five research-based tools that like like what what is helpful for men that like so what happens that um like he wants to please you so much that like he focuses on you you know like he he almost like leaves his body and so um he wants like to bring himself back to be like more so to focus on his own pleasure that that's like that's the one that, that that's the one scene that like when I work with men, uh, we practice that like okay as you're touching me, don't focus what feels good for me, focus what feels good for you. So touch me in such way that like you feel it in your body, you feel it in your penis, you know, like that that it's like focusing on yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. so 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 this this is one. Then um, the next one is that. Um, there is like from zero to 10, like let's say zero is like not even erect. And then 10 is already ejaculating, right? There is that sweet spot where men can still maintain erection, right? Because if they go too low, they lose erection. But there is like, let's say six, seven, where like the erection is there and like he can stay there for a while, right? And this is what you want. Like you want him to stay in that, that he's enjoying um, and, um but not reaches that like 10. Mm-hmm. So for that, um, when he masturbates, that was like he could practice it because a lot of times when we masturbate, it's like, okay, like racing for orgasm. And then it's just like super fast, right? Yeah. But just to to relax, to, to take it, to take longer time. And so like, if he's willing, like he can practice with himself and then to have this like makeout sessions, you know, like when the two of you, just like wearing clothes, like teenagers, like imagine yeah. that, you know, the that kissy, like, kissy, you know, cuddle, cuddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, notice how like that he goes to this like seven that, that he's erect, that he's hard um, and nothing is happening. Right. And so to train his body to stay in that, in that for a while. 
Mm. Um, then another scene to pay attention that like the anal, uh, anal muscle that it's re relaxed because a lot of times when it's tight, then it's kind of like it helps to, to ejaculate faster. So just mm. to relax and like to use breathing. Mm. That breathing is like a lot of times I would say that, oh, if you feel like that it's very, very close, you just take a deep breath and relax and kind of like with the breathing and relaxing the uh, um, the anal muscle and um, that creates, you know, like that relaxation. Mm. So, um, oh, and then practicing the PC muscles, like you stop a P flow. Like, let's say like if you pee and then like you squeeze muscle when it stops. So squeezing that muscle to, to train in the muscle in the penis that, you know, like that can like hold, that can hold, ejaculate. That's like a little higher level, but that's good too, right? So, yeah. so this is this is for him. How, how does it sound? We, we have to ask him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, taking notes, taking notes for sure, yes. <laughs> I like the uh, whole uh, having to pee and then stop. I think that's really, I think that will work. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then in the female uh, perspective, how does that one work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like how you ask that, like, oh, like I want to, um, that, that like I say that a lot of times there is this, um, like I have number of toys that can make me orgasm in so many ways. I don't need men for that, right? Like I don't need partner to orgasm. I can just like lay out my toys and I can have type of orgasms that with hands and mouse they can't be reached, right? Yeah. But why? Why am I like? And I love having this like self-pleasure, right? Like time with myself, with my toys. That's my time. That's Luba time. And then I love having time with my partner. And so what I'm looking in my partner is that connection, right? Like the closeness, the feeling, the core desire, something in somatica method that I'm trained with. They talk about core desire, mm -hmm. how every person has like, there is this feeling that we want to feel in sex. So that it can be like accepted, celebrated, wanted, special. Um, it can be like for some people like feel shut down or humiliated. It just like to remove judgment and just really discover. This is what I help my clients to discover that feeling that like when I have that feeling, orgasm almost doesn't matter. You know, so that it's like it's not that like sex becomes not just rabbit genitals and like reaching for orgasm. It becomes this like that my whole universe is shaking, right? Like we call it that's how I have this like best sexual experience. And orgasm happens, it's nice, but like it's the whole this like connecting and bodies like melting and dancing, um, and like that magic happening, right? And so like to discover what is your core desire, what is his core desire and what is the breach? Like how you can, like what he can do to make that core desire of yours like really be met, right? Like maybe you want to be seen and for mm -hmm. him to just like say something or do something that you feel deeply seen. I'm just making it up, right? Like we don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and then like what you can do for him and then like just be in this... Um, you know, and, and that's like um, a lot of times when we are in new relationship energy, NRE, or it's called honeymoon phase, when we just met and hormones are playing, right? Everything feels good. It just holding hand feels so good. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Out of it, then it's like, oh my God, like um, 
it's not happening as magically as it used to be during NRE, right? And this is when these core desires come in, that we discover core desires and then talking to each other and exploring fantasies and bringing those experiences that like putting put in focus on sexuality. And then, then we create, like I am with my husband eight years and it's just fascinating how like we just last week we discovered this like something new that we didn't know we both like and it yeah. just it keeps you know we keep riding this wave that we arrive all, like you know like a lot of times like back into like oh my god just like this person deeply sees me that, yeah. that just like sex is not like oh like let's get together and have orgasm together it's like um, like sometimes I cry because something so deeply touched in me, right? It's an it's a deep experience, and when we bring it to that level, then it's like, wow! Like then we want to have it because it's just so good. Yeah. So there's just sometimes, yeah, I notice that. How come? Yeah, I notice that during the honeymoon phase, or like when you're just getting together, all of that built up energy you just like just want each other right away. But then as time yeah. progresses, it kind of slowly diminishes. Um, how come? <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's this is how it happens, right? It just like and uh, this honeymoon phase it lasts from six to two years, six months to two years. So you can't go two years is like you know like lucky people have it for two years, but it can't go over it, right? And this is yeah, like after that, then you put sex as priority, sex and intimacy. That like we schedule dates because we have two kids like we would never have sex you know if you didn't yeah, schedule I know, it I know. <laughs> it's hard. And, like it just becomes a priority that like we hope that it will be like spontaneous and like it was during honeymoon phase and it's just like good luck with that like it's not happening like that anymore but we like you know like smart humans when we have enough information we can make it like we can um you know like put put time and efforts and money, uh, and just like keep keep fu- keep fuel going, right? And just like have a lot of fun with each other. Yeah. So then I notice a change of environment actually helps. Like whenever I'm at home, it's just like a same old bed, you know, same old room, <laughs> same old same time <laughs> at night, you know. Yeah. But I notice if you're going somewhere else, it's like spontaneous. That's that spontaneous. I feel like a child kind of like, not like a child child, but like you're like a teenager sneaking out, like 18 year old, you know, like kissing out with your boyfriend and it's just fun. I don't know. It, it, like places that it's kind of like taboo, like say out if you're hiking or something and you find like a, a nice big tree where you're covered from everybody or, you know, maybe just secluded. It, that feels good. And then you feel like you have better sex when you're doing that uh, comparison to just your bedroom. <laughs> now that I've noticed and, and- that for myself. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and that tells me just hearing that, that tells me that for you, the newness is like might be part of your core desire that like when it's new, it's like it excites you. And it's not true for everyone. It just Mm -hmm. like sounds like for you, it really like rings the bell. And then the taboo that like doing something like like uh, like for me I was fantasizing like having sex in a church, you know, like 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 something that like you would not do it and maybe it's not something that you do do it, but you could fantasize about it, right? And it's just like the, the whole idea that finding those thoughts and fantasies that feel like really hot, that they feel like, oh my God, like, you know, everything starts kind of like shaking in me. And then either just 
playing them, like talking to your partner and playing them and fantasizing or role playing, like creating them if the other party, like if the partner is open to that so that everyone has consent, like no one is hurting, right? Everyone is like, yes for it. And then, and when we create those experiences, that's like we bring it to the next level, right? Mm -hmm. So we leave something. Mm. Yeah. Now, can you explain what a pleasure mindset is and how it can transform somebody's life? Because we're talking about imagination and <laughs> that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Y you know, it, it's interesting that um, I, I, I was talking to my husband the other day that like we, we took on these journeys together. We both quit our jobs and we started businesses. And it's like, it's a lot to take on and then we had a baby at the same time right oh, wow. and so and we are like we are going through some hard times um and uh, like he has this like okay let's puff it up and like power through it right and I noticed for me there is this like when I stop having pleasure it's like all life stops mm. so just like looking for little scenes like what actually brings me pleasure and it's just like not even talking about sexuality just like that warm water in the morning mm -hmm. or that cup of tea or I started like making ceremonial cacao that I sip mm -hmm. that like cup right um then like made bed that like and then like just to crawl into that made bed that it's just like it's not a mess that it's like nicely made uh taking a bath just sitting in hot water like my 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 body's something like just it just like so feels so wonderful and then like just being touched just like like not not in a sexual way but just like you know from head to toe just like feeling touch on my face on my like everywhere not in a way that like my partner tries to turn me on but just like nourishing me with touch mm -hmm. and so finding those scenes um and I notice when I find them and I bring them in my life it's like it feeds me, right? And then, um, and then I just like I have these creative ideas. I have I feel motivated. Like I feel alive. Uh, I have energy, right? Like my my life is flowing. And then looking into sexuality, that what brings me pleasure there? Like what I really, what I really enjoy, what I really want. That like sometimes like I want my partner to tease me and just like to come you know, like to come into my room for like, just give me a kiss and then leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> and just like discovering those scenes that like what really brings pleasure and prioritizing pleasure. So so that's what I call a uh, pleasure mindset. And another scene, I, you know, like a lot of times with my clients, when I bring up intimacy, people think that intimacy is the same as sexuality. It's just like sex, it's a taboo word and intimacy is like a softer word. So it's mm. like, it's an easier word to say. And then I'm like, no, these are two different scenes. Mm -hmm. That intimacy is just so, like, it, it goes without sex. That like having closeness, like talking, like in a way, I feel like I have intimacy with you right now that we talk about something something sacred that like yeah. a lot of people don't talk right <laughs> yeah in this way and we are not sexual with each other right it's just like that closeness mm -hmm. um, or even touch like I can touch I can touch my parent I can touch a child and just feel that like nourishing just so so good 
and intimacy can be merged with sex. Um, and then like when we bring that like desire, the sexual energy, the genitals tingling, and we have closeness. For me, that's like the best sex. That's mm. just so wonderful. Just like he- having that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big, and, nice, warm hug. <laughs> yeah, and for other people, not, you know, like that doesn't work. Like they they like intimacy with, you know, like with, with some people and then like they prefer casual sex, which like there is no intimacy. We are all different. That's the, it, it boils down that we are all different. And it's important not to shame people that they have different preferences, right? Like they have different desires. So like just intimacy, bringing intimacy in, and a lot of times we have this scheduled date and I don't feel like having sex. But then we start, we just sit and we look in each other's eyes mm-hmm. and we just touch. And I even might say that like, I don't feel sexual, so I don't want my breasts to be touched and my genitals to be touched. So I have mm-hmm. boundaries. And then my partner will touch me, you know, like from head to toe, we play some music. And it just feels so wonderful. And I feel so connected to him. And just having that might make me feel turned on or not and it's just like it's not that's not a goal right to just a lot of times partners want closeness with each other and then Mm -hmm. they confuse it with sex Mm, you know that it doesn't have to be sex it's just like just to be close just to look in the eyes talk about something that is hard to talk and then when i talk to my partner it's like something like another door opens up and we are like closer Mm. that's right. nice yeah I noticed that with my with my husband sometimes I'm like yeah I just want a hug <laughs> sometimes I just want a hug but then he thinks that's like an invitation <laughs> to other things and I say no 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 I just sometimes even, for me I prefer sometimes just the closeness just like the energies our energies are so compatible that we just, it just feels mm. good just to be next to each other And so now for my energy, because I've done a lot of healing I've done a lot of exploring Mm. and I've, I've just, I just know my, who I am and I know who I, where I come from. And I feel like I have that divine energy inside and he does have the masculine energy. So uh, when we do come together and um, have intercourse, what happens is that if I even bring out just a fourth of my energy of sexual energy that's it that's it he senses it and it comes right out and <laughs> literally it comes right out and and so mm. I'm just like ah so sometimes I have to hold back a little bit because I have that strong energy mm. um all my chakras I think are aligned because whenever I sense things it comes from the top of my head and I I'm very intuitive as well and so when when we're together, he just senses it and he just knows. And then he's too excited mm-hmm. from just that little bit of sexual energy that I have. So when I'm like, oh my goodness, I want him to get to a place where he can, we can both be at the same level. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that that makes sense that like, like I know what you're describing, that like like when we're having intercourse and no, no, no matter. Like maybe we had it for some time, and then when my orgasm is around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, he comes right before me, yeah. right, and it's like, come <laughs> on! <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, and and then like you know, with that again, 
like um i say a lot of times that intercourse is like a cherry on the cake mm-hmm. like what if you did other thing mm-hmm. like um you know like enjoy enjoy this like touch and looking in the eyes being close again like exploring do you respond to romantic turn on or do you respond to energetic or do you respond to passionate or to kinky and so to bring those aspects right and like play with them and then like I have this I have this guidance of like 30 minutes that partner can spend on your genitals Mm. and it's like it's not the purpose is not to make you calm but just like very you know like it's like erotic massage very loving and like you feel you know like it feels just laying there it feels like oh I'm so celebrated I'm so accepted um and just like to receive this pleasure right and and then like what what if you had already orgasm because women we can orgasm many times right so what if you had already and then when intercourse happens that you're not worried about orgasm Mm -hmm. you know yeah that makes sense so in other words, orgasm first by diff- doing different things. And then when it comes to um, intercourse, then if he goes, then you're fine because you've already done it. I see. So, so that's one approach. Another approach, like, let's say, like, you were, like, just, you, you, you just started, right? And then he already, he came. Like, you can use a toy. Like, he can continue with a dildo, like a vibrator and just, like, it's, it's okay he already came but you are not and so he could play more you know like pleasure in you in other ways I see. and there is like some people say like oh it's not the same but it's just like there is argument that toy can be even more fun because because partner is focusing on you so they don't have to maintain erection or like focus like how not to come it's just the pure focus is on you um so so you know like there, there are variations to make it happen as of right now and then for him to do all of those exercises that I talked earlier yeah yeah that's that's good that's good to know so yes definitely I'll be taking <laughs> all of that <laughs> now um now do you get like um clients that are just kind of like have like misconceptions about intimacy do you ever encounter that in your work yeah that 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 like um that <clears throat> that people don't understand what intimacy is mm. right that that people think that intimacy is sex and and i used to so for me when i i stayed with my first husband 7 years and then after we separated i tried first sex which was enjoyable and like you know like with a random person and it just felt so good um, and this is when, like, I had this, like, two years of going wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was just divorced. <laughs> and yeah. I just realized I enjoy sex, you know. I was 27 yeah. years old. And I just, like, oh, my God. I participated in orgies and threesomes and had many partners. Um, and uh, something, it was fun for a while. And then I, I, I would, like, feel sad like, let's say I have this, like, I have sex with someone, like, I don't even know a name. And then in the morning, there is this sadness that intimacy didn't happen, mm. that, like, the, the closeness didn't happen, that it was it was fun sex, but then, like, the closeness is not there. And so I realized that in this, like, going for sex, I was searching for intimacy. Mm. That a lot of times we confuse the two, right? So that, like, I really wanted intimacy. I wanted closeness. And I thought sex will give that. Yeah. but it doesn't like, like they can come together right but like 
not necessarily. So that's when I had this aha moment that like, wow, like intimacy is what I want to go after. And this is what important for me. And then when I have intimacy, then I might bring sex. But like intimacy is number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that connection, that closeness that you have. And mm-hmm. then that then will lead on to other things. Sexually. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, a, a lot of couples don't have intimacy. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's the saddest scene because like, I come across people who've been together like 10, 20 years and they they have sex. A lot of times sex just stops because it's like not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And there is no intimacy, you know, that like, and people, I believe that every human is craving intimacy. That's like something that we just, we so wanted. And like, you know, after I learned all of this, like I have intimacy with many people in my life. It's not only my partner. It's like, like I have friends that like, we are not like sexual with each other, but then that like we would hold hands as we are talking, you know, and just like, um, just like snuggle um, and like feel that closeness. And it's not sexual at all, right? But like that intimacy is just like something that we crave so much, like intimacy and touch. Mm. That a lot of times we use touch to just like warm up our partner. Like that was like that for me for a while, that like when when my partner is touching me, like he's preparing me for sex, mm. right? So I know, okay, <clears throat> he's warming me up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, it's part of like how we, it's part of foreplay, right? But then there is something like mind blowing just to have touch for the sake of touch. Yeah. That we talk and we agree, right? And we even have timer that like 15 minutes each. And then like I just like lay down and my partner just touches me and it's just so nourishing. And there is no expectation that, oh, sex will happen after it. Like yeah. we can just continue with our day. Yeah, I love that. Yes. And you're you're right. Like our spirits need to be connected with other. That's why we need community, you know, because our spirits need to be connected to another spirit. We need that like that that relationship. It doesn't have to be sexual relationship, of course, but you know, just that, that yeah. relationship. So I'm glad you brought that one up as well. Now, um, can you actually give us any like sneak peeks to some of the techniques or exercises that you recommend for deepening intimate connections? Mm, yeah yeah that like something <clears throat> so when I have uh, um, like usually when I have like a first session with someone who you know like like I see that like person is like really lacking intimacy this is something that like would really like would really benefit them right so the the first exercise that like just I love it's called I feel game so it's like a game oh, and wow. um it goes it goes like this like let's let's play with you Gina <laughs> okay <laughs> so so that i go first and i like really feel like a lot of times we don't name our feelings right it's like who knows how i feel <laughs> like no one cares anyways right yeah. then i might even close my eyes and just like hmm um i feel i feel i feel playful right now i feel playful and curious and then I really like scan my body like what do I feel in my body and like I feel sensations on my arms and so your response as I hear that I feel and so tell me what you feel say I hear that I feel joy in my heart I feel it in my chest (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
here in bed, I feel like this sensation in my belly. And like, I, I have a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I feel excited. Yeah, I then I then I say I, I hear that. And then I feel uh, what do I feel? <laughs> I feel laughter. I feel like it, it in my throat. Like I feel like happy and laughter mm. and giddy. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, as I hear that, I feel something in my throat too. Uh, and uh, um, uh, yeah, I feel like sensation in my hips. Um, and and you know, I feel like I want to get closer. Like, like I would love to give you a hug right now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll give a virtual <laughs> hug, virtual hug. <laughs> yeah, so, so we can pause here, right? Like, this is like yeah. for everyone to get an idea. And it's cool. like, yeah, like with someone, you know, when I, when I do it with someone that there is like, you know, potential attraction going on, like we would go like, oh, my genitals are tingling, you know, it's just yeah. like, and, and it's vulnerable, right? Like to admit that. Uh, and to name feelings as vulnerable, and that creates that connection, um, yeah. right? So, so like when person just dives in, it's like sometimes it's like very, it's like connecting. It gets hot. Uh, it's it's like oh, I like I would blush, you know. It just like yeah. it feels very alive. I love that. So I have to try that with my husband uh, today. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Please, yes. And I'll give you some feedback what happened. Oh my god, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then and then another one is a tuning that um like that that's um how how to get connected to a person uh that a lot of times we are like I'm in my thoughts like I think of like oh what to do next right and it just like like when we are in the head it mm. just it's almost like we are bumping into each, into each other and flow is not happening right mm. and so to create that flow I want to drop in my body and my body connects to your body, right? And then there is this like dance of bodies can happen when you're not controlling it. I'm not controlling it. It's like this, the bodies are interacting. And so how how to step into that, um, that like when we look at each other um, and as I breathe in, I picture that I breathe you in. You know, that it's just like, as I take a breath, I'm just picturing that like you're going in me and every time I breathe in, I picture that like you are my air and I'm breathing you in. And so you're doing the same. Um, and uh, uh, this is when like, I start feeling a little lightheaded mm. and then it starts like, oh, like as I see like you move a little bit, it's almost like I feel it in my body. It's like I attune to you, like I start feeling you. Mm. Yeah, it's like a spiritual connection, like we're the energies, you're, you're exchanging yeah. energies. And a lot of it is like energetic, Every everything is energy. That is amazing, though. Like, I like that. So I have to, and a lot of it is our imagination. I'm going to go back to the imagination. It's using our, our mind and just kind of like, imagining things. Yeah, you know, sometimes I imagine yeah. my husband doing things with me and then I'm like oh that feels nice <laughs> so yeah it works it works, it works. now what yeah. I, I was going to ask you like what kind of advice would you give someone who like actually feels a little bit disconnected to their sense of pleasure because I know there's a lot of people um, out there like that yeah 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 yeah. like like see that's that's what like I would look into what is there a lot of stuff comes from the childhood right uh, yeah. like that there is some like usually shame like a lot of times 
shame is like the biggest the biggest entity that I work with because whenever sex shows up shame is right there mm. and a lot of times people don't even know it like they, they someone will say like I don't have any shame like I no not about sex right <laughs> but it's just like it's it's when you can tell that it's so deep <laughs> yeah <laughs> right? that they, they can't even admit it yeah because how I talked about this like four desires that a lot of times so, so how how they explain it that these desires we don't choose them Mm-hmm. that um, they created in our system as we are little children mm-hmm. so little children we go through experiences and we might feel like we are feeling certain sins right and it's just like some of us have harder childhood some of us easier but whatever is happening um, then later we want to relieve that experience in sex like let's say if I felt uh, ignored like as a little kid I felt like I was like you know like my parents didn't pay attention I wasn't heard then in sex I might want um, to be seen and to be heard and just like to create a resolution right mm-hmm. um, or it can be repetition that like this is when people have this like um, that like when I was ignored and I want to leave it in sex but like now I'm choosing it so I want my partner to ignore me and maybe like say some like you know like call me some names and just like treat me not in a nice way and it can be hot right and it's just like it's it's true for a lot of people and and when I discover something like that there is shame Mm. there is shame like what's wrong with me why why do I want to be like you know to be treated like that like something am I broken but the important thing to understand that it's just like we're not choosing it right and Mm. so just to discover what it is and then when we leave it it's almost like we are uh, soothing those wounds. So it helps to soothe the wounds. And then it helps us to have those profound sexual experiences. So, so you know, like as a mom, a lot of times I'm like, like I'm trying to be the best parent that I don't put any trauma on my kids. <laughs> Yeah. But after I learned this, I'm like, you know what? If they have some trauma, then they get to enjoy it in sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that. So if you have some trauma, depending on what it is, you can actually turn that around and enjoy it with sex. And some people are just like terrified of sex because of that trauma too. Does that, does that ever happen as exactly, well? Exactly. Exactly. That's what happens. That like that person, when they go, when they start, start tuning and feeling what they want sexually, something weird pops up. Mm. And they freak out, they feel shame, and that's it. And so then they just shut it down, right? But then what happens when we shut down sexuality, it's like the whole life shuts down in a way. Mm. Like I see this correlation that like when I am aroused, when I'm turned on, when my sexual energy is flowing, I feel alive in life. I have these creative ideas. I have, you know, like I want to leave. But then when I shut it down, then it's like life feels like you know Mm -hmm. kind of like I I barely like dragging my foot through it so sexuality is a very important part and just like to discover for you for me for your husband like what what is that desire like what do you really want Mm -hmm. um and you know like discovering that and um and so what happens a lot of times that as I discover my desire, shame comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so like for me, for example, I really love to feel special. Mm-hmm. There is something that I was missing in my childhood. And th- there are these messages like no one is special. What are you talking about? 
and I'm just like, I want to be special. Like I want my partner to just like treat me in such way that like I'm the most special person. And even when I think about it, there is this like the voice is like, are you crazy? Mm. Like, why do you have to be special? Why he's not special, right? Mm. Like, yeah. it's just like this shame starts talking, right? And so that's why it helps like to, you know, like to work with someone and to go like through this like sex coaching, um, to talk to a partner, right? Like to to help deshamify, we call it deshamify, to remove mm. that shame. And then like really nail down to desire and then to create that desire. And then it just feels, oh, magic, <laughs> magic. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and that's when pleasure comes in and, and there is shame about even pleasure. Like <laughs> I have to work, work, work. Like, what are you talking about? But it's just so important for our whole well-being to actually find those pleasurable moments and to leave them. Mm -hmm. then there is this aliveness that is like bubbling up right now I was just thinking mm -hmm. about this it just came to my head right now like do old people have sex like <laughs> can I look forward to sex when I get like old <laughs> oh my god this is a great question because I have so I do retreats like a three-day retreats for women it's called exploring pleasure you know when we are like three days we are focusing on pleasure and my co-facilitator is amazing woman who is 82 years old oh wow and she's my mentor she has been teaching this for like long time and she like she has she has active sex life like she has more sex than i do you know i'm like okay wow. Sarah, i have to catch up to you <laughs> wow and they just go like with with her husband they have scheduled dates and like we schedule one date per week and they schedule three. <laughs> oh, wow. They have a lot of time too, right? So they don't have little kids. Um, and like she is every time, you know, like it's just so beautiful to see like when we can have this like shame, like you said, I can talk to my parents, right? Mm -hmm. About sex. And then like having this woman who is like 82 years old and who talks about sex, sexuality, who has sex, who is just like answers any questions, you know? Mm -hmm. And when someone says like, oh, Luba, you're talking about all of this, but wait for menopause. Like when you hit menopause, everything right. stops. And then I turn to Sarah and I'm like, <laughs> look, <laughs> she's like, she passed menopause and, and she talks openly. Like during menopause, things go down and like the depression comes in and like how to deal with it that you come out on another side that after menopause, some people like never ejaculated and they start ejaculating like like the women the g-spot ejaculation oh or they God. start feeling like a stronger orgasm so if you don't shut it down for yourself i i had so many people that say like oh i turned 60 and i'm having the best sex of my life wow. and i'm like okay let me wait for my 60 now i'm excited okay that brings me so much much so much more joy <laughs> and something to look forward to because i was always concerned like i don't want like sex to stop when i get older is it like does it just stop but yeah good to know so thank you so much for bringing that up of and course. Yeah. yeah, and it is important for for people like you and for anyone who is struggling or wants to explore more about their sexuality that you would be available now how can our listeners learn more about your work and are there any like any other upcoming projects I know you mentioned um, a retreat or any other mm -hmm. workshops that, you, that they can look forward to or myself as well <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 oh my god <laughs> 
so so my website uh, lubavenable.com and are you going to to list it um, oh yeah it's going to be the show to notes it? oh yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. Yes. perfect perfect yeah so so on my website um it describes like like for people like i offer 15 minute free call you know where we can like just get on the call and talk what person is looking for and if my work can serve them is this something that like uh, might be helpful so my office is in san diego and i see clients in person as well i work on zoom i have clients in europe so like not everyone can travel to san diego <laughs> um, but as well some people would travel for like a day intensive so to mm -hmm. just like come and like have like the whole day uh and just like really deep dive mm -hmm. um so for my one-on-one -on -one practice um this like what happens that I, it's experiential right so it's not that I talk we are in experience so I am living emotions like I'm crying with my with my um, clients we run sexual energy we do all of this like eye contact touch if it's in person so it's experiential and this what what makes it effective because it's not that you read about it or heard about mm. it you like experience it with mm. your system and then I'm happy you asked about the retreat because I'm like this year I'm just resting, but next year, uh, sometimes in March we will have we'll have a retreat called Living an Orgasmic Life. Oh wow! And this is three day retreat. Um, it's um, like we said that it's for women who already done some work. It's closing optional, um, so it's like you know like that you feel comfortable to. Um, to be naked or to be around naked people like everyone is a choice you don't have to get naked but it's a tool for like getting more vulnerable and mm -hmm. like when I don't have clothes it's like there is nothing to hide and the, the openness happens on a deeper level it's transformative and then it's in a beautiful location with this like we rent this mansion with hot tub and swimming pool and yummy foods wow. and it's like women just nourishing each other and learning about sexuality but not being sexual with each other so it's like it's it's learning it's like you learning <laughs> about yourself oh that's amazing yeah. wow well thank you so much Luba, for joining me on my show today is there any mm. last thoughts or anything else that that you want to say mm, I I just you know like our conversation brings me to that like I remember times in my life that mm -hmm. I just don't feel like having sex and it feels like oh this is me that I'm just broken or something wrong with me or I'm not sexual or sex is not for women or sex is not for Luba. Yeah. So, so like, like I remember being in those places. So for people who are like in that kind of place that sex is like something is not happening. I just want to reassure you that it's not your fault. It's like there is something is just, you know, like needs to be tuned here and there and you can get on this flow of pleasure and joy and just like, it's just that, Something needs to be added to your system, something you need to understand about yourself and everyone. I believe everyone can find that like pleasurable flow. Yeah, and everyone should experience that. That's why yes. we have that for a reason. We need to experience yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Again, it's been a pleasure and so much oh. fun. <laughs> oh my God, I, I had so much fun. <laughs> and I loved your, your questions, you know, that they're real, that they come from ex real experiences. It just felt, you know, so authentic. I, I, just, I really, really treasured that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, authenticity is the is the best. <laughs> just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And with because 
no shame, no judgment. Hey, we're human beings just experiencing. So why not just share so we can all learn yeah. and, you know, and then try to uh, make our lives better. You know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, thank, yeah. You. Mm. thank you, Gina. It's so nice to meet you and to spend this time with you. Of course. <laughs> To my cherished listeners, from the very depths of my heart, thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly. And if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts, and it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini course, crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases, because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's G-I-F-T at 1-855-649-6196. With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.